we'll do a review of Lekutis Sichas, Chelek Yud Aleph, the very first Sicha in this Chelek, this is the first Sicha on the Parsha Shmois. And this is a uh, interesting topic that the Rebbe explains over here, based on the Medrash and the various sources, that in the Geula of Mitzrayim, while all Yidin were pushed out into the Geula, there were some who didn't want to leave Mitzrayim, and they did not merit Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. But the way it's going to be in the Geula Hasida, in the future, in the future redemption, over there, everybody is going to leave, even those who will object to leaving Mitzrayim, leaving Golus, they too will go. Why is that? And the Rebbe explains that before Matan Torah, the Yidden were in the level of children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bonim. And as far as Bonim, while there is a natural inherent love, no matter what, when there is opposition from the Bonim to the actual connection theirs to the Father, they can cause not to go out of Mitzrayim. As opposed to after Matan Torah, where in addition to being Bonim to Hashem, the Ebishter also chose us, Ubonu Vacharto, we have the level of Bechira, so as explained in Samach Vov, the Rebbe brings down, that level is much deeper than the level of Bonim. That's the level of Avodim, and therefore in the level of Bechira, over there, there is nothing that can stand in the way. Even if you oppose leaving Golos, you're still going to go out of Golos, as the Rebbe will explain that Rikas. So first we'll start with uh, looking inside. So first the Rebbe quotes a Medrash, which implies that the Yidden have sort of a choice uh, whether to accept Hashem, or not. And that, the Rebbe will explain, applies uh, to those who don't want to go out of Mitzrayim if they're individuals, individuals who object to going out of Mitzrayim, they won't go out of Mitzrayim. And that's why the Pesach says, which means, for those that I will be a God, I'll be, but it's possibly not also. But when we talk about the Klal Yisrael, the general, uh, they will actually go out whether they want or not. Let's look inside. So, Al HaPosik Vayoymer Elikim El Moshe, Eya Asher Eya. So, when Moshe Rabbeinu is asking Hashem, what should I tell them? The name of Hashem. Hashem sent you to take him out of Mitzrayim. And Hashem says to Moshe, Lekim says to Moshe, Eya Asher Eya. I will be that which I will be. So the language of which means I will be for those who I will be. In other words, that it's possible not to be, but for those that I'll be, that I'll be. In other words, I'll be the God from those that I'll be to, but for those who don't want, I won't be. So the, the Medrash explains like this. It's a Medrash, so it says in the Medrash that Omar Rabbi Yechanon, Rabbi Yechanon says well, the Pasuk says here, I will be to the ones I will be. That's only B'yichidim. So as individuals, they have a choice. Sometimes they can say, no, I'm not going to be, and that therefore Hashem is not going to be their God. They're not going to follow Hashem. They're not going to go out of Mitzrayim. says Rabbi Yechonon the Medrash, but when we're talking not about individual, we're talking about Klal Yisrael. So over there, there's no Eiyash and Eiyah. Over there is not, I'll be for those I want to be. Al-Korcham. It'll be forced upon them without their consent, without their goodness, without their agreeing to it. As when their teeth will be broken. That's the expression of being forced as the... Uh, a Rebbe brings down in the Matnas uh, Kuhuna, in the Haore, that even though they're broken-spirited and the blunted teeth, it doesn't matter. 
I will still be their king. Not going to help them. And we bring a posik over here, and this is actually a posik which is in Yecheskel. So over there the posik says, Shenemar, will be a king over them. So in other words, if there's a lot of Merubim, we're talking about Klal Yisrael, whether they like it or not, it's not optional. Because over there is Shenemar, the posik says in Yecheskel over there, that Chai Oni Neum Hashem Elikim, by my life, says God Elikim, if not with a strong arm, I'll force myself and I'll be a king over you. And therefore, what Rabbi Yechon is saying, so while the Pasuk over here, in Shemais uh, over here, by us in our Parsha says, I will be to those that I will be, that only applies to individuals, that they may have a choice. But as Cloud Yisrael, as Merubim, it doesn't help break your teeth without your consent, the Eibishter is going to be your king. So this is the way the Mephorshim explain, the Pirsha Mephorshim Divreha Medish, and the commentators explain what the Medish is saying, the La'asher Eye, when the Pasik says, I will be, Asher Eye, that La'asher Eye to the ones I will be, that seems optional. Shema that this is understood, the meaning of it is that I'm going to be for a God. It's not complete all the time on all situations. So they know that that's not absolute in every way. To those I'll be, he'll be. To those that I will actually be an Elikim, to them, Davishter says, I will be their Elikim. That means that there's Bibchidosom, Bibchidosom, they choose, they want. But if they don't want, they have the opportunity, and their ability is to remove the yoke. That means, Asher Eya. Therefore, the Medrash says that this is This only applies to individuals. Abul Harabim, but when we talk about the many, I will not allow them to remove, to undo the yoke of the heaven. Even though they think that they want to turn away, against their will, I will be king over them. So, because of this medrash, we see that the Yidna as a whole actually went out of Mitzrayim. There may have been Rishoyim. Only those, as the Rebbe will say, who refused to go out of Mitzrayim, but other Rishoyim, everybody went out. The people of the Bnei Yisrael, but that were Mitzrayim, although amongst them there were many and many that were Rishoyim evil, still because since they are a lot, Hashem redeems them. Hashem forces them to become, that He'll become their king, and he's not going to accept the fact that they were Perak oil. And the ones, the individuals, those who, as the Rebbe will say, those who object to the actual going out of Mitzrayim, their riches consists of not wanting going of Mitzrayim, they take a Yasher but everybody else went out. And the Rebbe says, so now with what it means, even though by Mitzrayim, this is a posting that says by Yecheskel, who talks later on. But because we find that the Ebishter says that he's going to take him out, we're applying this over here as well. So it's understood from this. Although the posting that with a strong hand I will king over you, that refers to the type of redemptions. 
Shemi Mechaskal Vaholov starting from the day of Yechaskal and on, because that's when the Pasik says that. That's when the Navi says that. Koilo Gamgula Hasida, which would include also the future redemptions. So the redemption of the time of Yechaskal because Murumezes by Gam Hagula the Itzias Mitzrayim. So this was after what took place in Mitzrayim when the Nevuah comes in Yechaskal. So still, we're saying in that Nevuah, I will take you out whether you like it or not, also hinted the redemption of the exodus of Mitzrayim. Because this also redemption actually took away in a way of Biyot Chazoka. They just had to force them out. The Abish that took him out of Mitzrayim with a strong arm, against their will. However, the Abish that only took out with a strong arm, at least they had to want to go out. If the Ulam the fact that Hashem used that strong arm, that was just to force the many cloud Yisrael, Jewish people in general. But this didn't apply to individuals. Over there is those who don't want did not get it. Did not get Hashem and they didn't go out of Mitzrayim. As the Medrash says, that those that didn't want to go out of Mitzrayim so they died in the three days of darkness, so they died, so the Taka didn't go out. And that's why that was a choice. But for Claudius Rodus, there was no choice. So, we see that the applies over here, the Posik from Yechezkel, even though it's after Yitzis Mitzrayim, that the same thing took place in Mitzrayim. So, the Rebbe says, so logically, we should also conclude that that which took place in Mitzrayim also took place in the time of Yechezkel, which means, since by Mitzrayim, majority went out with force, like it says, Biot Chazoka, in Mitzrayim, because they didn't want to go, because a lot of the weren't, 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 uh, worthy, weren't worthy of going out, going out, and there was also Kamev Kamev Shoyim, and with but the Eivishter applied Yot Chazoka, and yet there were some that didn't go out. So maybe we should say the same thing is in by Yecheskel, but the further Gulas, there will be some people that will be chased out, uh, but some those who deny the Gula don't want to go out, are not going to go out, because as we're applying the pasuk of Yecheskel. To the story of Mitzrayim, we should apply the story of Mitzrayim back to the story of Yechezkel. But the Rebbe is going to say no. The Rebbe is going to say that the Geula Hasida, the other Geulas, everybody's going to go out. And that's going to be the whole discussion of the Simcha. Why is this different? Why by Mitzrayim only those who agreed to go out went out, but those who didn't want to go out didn't go out. But in the future redemptions over there, everybody's going to go out. And that's what the Rebbe is going to explain, that there is a difference between what happened to Matan Torah. Up to Matan Torah, the Yid were only Bonim. So if there you could object to that and not go out, but once you become Avodim, there is no objection and everybody goes out. Let's look inside for the base. At first glance, one possibility to say, since in this posik, so this posik, which really talks about, it's intended for the future redemption, in which it says, I will king with a strong arm over you. And the Medrash still says, from this posik that talks about the future, that this is still related to Mitzrayim, that Mitzrayim was also Biot Chazoka. So we should apply it the other way as well. So from the other side, So we can learn from this that the Pasuk Mitzrayim, we should learn how it's going to be.
And we should apply it also to the Gula Sida the way it was in Tzis Mitzrayim, which means just like by Mitzrayim, this Yot Chazok applied to the community as a whole, but not to individual. So in the, in the uh, Gula Hasida, this that they will be forced out only in the community as a whole, but not individual. We're going to say, it would seem at first glance, that this hand, strong arm, that is going to be in the future redemption, that is only destined for the many. That would mean like this. That the promise that the Torah gave, that at the end of the day you will return to Hashem your God, and God will return your return. So we will say, Rambam says that in the end, the Yidden will do Teshuvah in the end of their Golos, so and immediately the will redreamed. So we're going to say that so that's written as far as the many, the Jewish people as a whole, general, but not as far as individuals, because that's the way it was in Mitzrayim. That the individual stock didn't go out. It was a But in truth, the Rebbe says we can't say so because take a look in Rashi. Rashi immediately says that this is on each one. As Rashi clearly says in on this posik in the commentary of Rashi, it says So Rashi says that the intention over here is lekol echod veechod bifrat for each one and one specifically. We're not talking about klasilo. We'll show Rashi, and we're quoting now Rashi's lotion. Rashi says, "Oiches biyodov mamish." Hashem will hold it actually in His hands, ish ish, person by person, man by man, to look to lechod lechod. You'll be collected one one. Each one, B'nai Yisrael, Jewish people. So we see that when the post says you will return, it's talking about individual, that every individual. This promise of the redemption and the way it will take place. This comes as a continuation and as a result this is a consequent, a result of the what brings the redemption. Pasik says, that you will return to God your God, and God will take each one. As the Rambam quoted before, that at the end the Yidn will do to Shuvah at the end of the Golos. So just like Hashem is going to take out everyone, that means that everyone is going to do Teshuvah. That's the taking out each one by the hand is a result from the Teshuvah that each one does. So we're talking about each one individually. So basically the Rebbe is establishing that in the Gula and the Asida over there, it's not going to be like by Mitzrayim, in which there were some people that refused to go out, didn't go out. But over here it's going to be everybody because it says Echod Echod each one, and each one is going to have to do Teshuvah. And not only is this like this understood from this Rashi, but the Chen Kosov Admar Azokin, Alter Rebbe actually writes so very clearly. Shakol Echod Ve'Echod Mi Yisrael. He says, every one and one of the Jewish people, Bevadai, in the end, Soifel Lasus Tshuva, in the end is going to do Tshuva. Because as he quotes the word, Kilo Yidach Mimenu Nidach, nobody would get forsaken, nobody would be pushed away, everybody will be included. Val Pizel. So based on this idea that everybody goes, included in this are also all the evil people, even those that will not want to go out of Golos. They too, Hashem, blessed will, blessed be, He will arouse them with Tshuva, and he will redeem them from the Golos. More so, we actually find so very clearly 
in the Pasuk, the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, that it'll be in that day, Yitoka, talking about the days of Mashiach, Yitoka B'Shefer Godel, will blow in the great, in the grand Shoifer, and those who are lost will come, Be'eretz Ashur, in the, from the land of Ashur, Dochim, and those who have been pushed away, Be'eretz Mitzrayim, in the land of Mitzrayim, and they will buy down to Hashem on the holy mountain in Yerushalayim. So what does this Pasik tell us? Also those who have sunk into their exile. To the extent that they became lost and pushed away. And they have no wish to go out in the Golos. That means they've been pushed away and they've been lost. They don't have any yearning or desire to go out of Golos. They too will be aroused, awakened to tshuva. Until they'll come, they'll bow to Hashem in the Holy Mount of Yerushalayim. And I've spoken many times in the meaning of the language of our sage of blessed memory. The Rebbe explains now a very interesting thing, the response that we give to the question of the son who is a Rosh in the Godesh al-Pesach, which seemingly is not fitting to give such an answer. What do we tell the Rosh when he says, what is this Avod Lachem? So we say to him, Had you been there, you wouldn't be redeemed. First glance, it seems to tell him that we're trying to tell him uh, you would not have gone out. What's the benefit of telling him, uh, sticking it to the Ben Rosha? What is the need? What is the benefit? To tell the Rosha something which has no connection to the Seder. The Seder is remembering Egypt. We're telling him you would not have gone out of Egypt. That doesn't fit with the Seder. Why do we have to say this over here? Babiru, the explanation here is, We are not intending over here to push the son of Russia away from the Seder. That the redemption is from him and on. We're not trying to tell him that he is not part of the Geula. What we're saying to him is Kim Adrabe. We're trying to tell him if you were there, you wouldn't be redeemed, but now you will be redeemed. In the response to him, we emphasize Sharak Shom. It's only over there be Mitzrayim. You would not have been redeemed. But in the future redemption, since it's after Matan Torah, Gam Hu he too is destined to be redeemed. The Mela is the Matan Torah. So therefore, automatically, he's aroused to this great impact. What is the uh, Torah going to do, Matan Torah, this wondrous effect of Matan Torah that he's going to be redeemed? Even this person now he's not redeemed, but the Gula Asida after Mantari will be redeemed. Because Hashem Oz Omar Kodesh Baruchu, Anoichi Hashem Alekechaloshinyachi, that from the time, which is by Matan Torah, which Hashem says, I am your God in a singular way, an individual to that individual person, So then Hashem, Anoichi Hashem, becomes a Lekecha, becomes the power. And the energy, the vitality of each one of one of Nei Yisroel. And therefore every Jewish person, every son of Israel, even a son of Rosh, like him, that through this power that is going to be revealed to him, the Matan Torah, he's going to be redeemed as well. So now we're talking about redemption. We're only saying that Shom, but eventually he will be redeemed. So basically, the 
Al Tarebbe proved the Rebbe proves here from the uh, Rambam, from the Al Tarebbe, from the Posik, from the uh, Haggadah that all of these things are saying that even if somebody is not going to want to go out, while in Mitzrayim they didn't make it out, they died in the Shloshes Yimei fail but by Lohosid Lavei, no, no, everybody is going to go out. And the question that the Rebbe wants to know why is, why is there such a difference? If by Mitzrayim they didn't go out, why are we saying that the Gula said that they will go out? We'll see in Ois Gimel. So in Ois Gimel, the Rebbe explains now two questions. That Number one, since the Ebrister redeemed the Yid because they're his children, Bonim Atem Lashem, so how come this didn't extend to all Yidin? Why weren't, why were some Yidin not uh, redeemed? And and further, the other issue is, so what's the difference between the various different of Averis? Like, so people who worshipped Avedizora, which seems to be a much severe sin, they were redeemed from Golos Mitzrayim. But those who objected to go out of Mitzrayim, they didn't go out. So why, why were these uh, singled out that they didn't leave Mitzrayim? And the others who were perhaps even greater sins were let out of Mitzrayim. And that's the Rebbe going to explain that objecting to the ex- exit this of Mitzrayim doesn't allow to go out. As we'll see. Let's look inside. But we still need to understand. Number one, Aleph. Hatam Shakodish Baruch Ugalis Yisrael Mitzrayim who What's the reason that HaKadosh Baruch Hu redeemed the Yidna of Mitzrayim? So it says in the Pasuk, it says in our portion, B'ni B'choyri Yisroel. Yisroel, the Jewish people are considered like my son, my oldest son. I say to you, says the Pasuk, Shalach, as B'ni Goymer, send my children. In other words, because we have that special relationship that we are children, you need to send them away. Hainu, that is, mitzad kashru shalavinu ubnei Yisrael, because of that tie, that connection between our father and the bnei Yisrael, sheim bonim lamokim, that they are sons for Hashem. So therefore, because it is that we are Hashem's children, and all Yidn are Hashem's children, even the ones that are low, on a very low level, it's understood that each one and one of the Jewish people, there was a Mitzrayim, even those who were on a very low level, they are part of, they are my elder son Yisrael. Everybody's elder son Yisrael. Well, how could we say that? Well, they're not behaving like Bonim. But just like by a father connection to children, it's irrelevant how the child is behaving. Because the connection between a father and his child is in an inner, it does not relate to how they behave. Because that connection, that tie that is between a father and his son, it's a natural and it's an essential connection. There is no change, there is no change and it cannot be exchanged. This is also fits with the our sages of blessed memory tell us, the saying of our sage blessed memory. Whether you follow Hashem, you don't follow Hashem, you're still called children. And therefore it turns out, I cannot exchange you on another nation. So, since everything of the Gil is based because we're God's children, and God cares about us and is connected to us, 
And therefore, so how come the Kibon Shekane, in that case, since that's the case, why is it that not all of the Bnei Yisrael were redeemed when we went out of Mitzrayim? Seems like we're all children, and everybody's a child. So since we're all children, everybody should have been included. Why were some that were not, that were left in Mitzrayim and did not go out? Number two, we find this difference between in what, how they express themselves, the averis that they did. Some people who were Rishoyim went out and some didn't go out. If they did other averis, even if they did averis, they went out. Begolus Mitzrayim base. Begolus Mitzrayim, how you come to Rishoyim. There were many categories of the Rishoyim. There was even there were even uh, people that worshipped idols. That extent of Rishoyim they had. We know this story. We went out of Egypt. The pestle that Micha brought, that idol, went together with the Bnei Yisrael. So it means that amongst these people that went out of Egypt were idol worshippers, were of the Great largest category of Rishoyim, big Rishoyim, who because of Zohar the Gulus Mitzrayim, and yet they were merited to be redeemed Mitzrayim. So, how come those who did not wish to leave Mitzrayim, how come they weren't redeemed? What is their sin so great that they cannot be redeemed and they stayed back? So the two questions that the Rebbe asks over here is, A, logically, that because we are all children, that should include even those who do have various, so everybody should have been redeemed, freed, and gone out of Mitzrayim. And number two, why is there a difference between the various that they did, that it seems like even some of the greatest various, yet they went out of Mitzrayim, but those who didn't want to go out of Mitzrayim, did not, uh, did not actually leave. And the Rebbe brings in Ois Dalit an interesting comparison to the idea of Yom Kippur. We know that Yom Kippur, according to Rebbe, atones for all Averis, whether he did Shuvah or not. But the exception is for a person who does an Avera and violates Yom Kippur itself. And the Rebbe quotes from the Ragachavar over here that if you go against Yom Kippur, then Yom Kippur is not going to be Machaper. And the Rebbe explains it in the Hasidic language of Katek and Asis Haneger, as the Rebbe will explain. It's basically, if you go against going out of Mitzrayim, that doesn't allow you to go out of Mitzrayim. And notwithstanding that you're born in Lashem Aleikechem, because you're challenging that bonim Lashem Alekechem by the uh, desire not to go out of Mitzrayim, then you don't go out of Mitzrayim. The Rebbe will explain. Let's look inside Oiz Dalet. We'll understand this, uh, the two questions that we had by introducing first, explaining the atonement of Yem HaKippurim, of Yem Kippur. Shadas Rebbe, he, Rebbe's opinion is, that all of the sins of the Torah, whether you did Teshuva, whether you repented, or you didn't do Teshuva, you did not repent, still, Yom Kippur Machaper, Yom Kippur will atone for you. The other opinion is that you have to do Teshuva, the Ramonon say you have to do Teshuva, Rabbi holds no, doesn't matter if you do Teshuva or not, Yom Kippur atones for you. Omnon, but the Gemara says that Moedi Rebbe Bekoris the Yoyma, that the Rebbe agrees in the violation of Kodes of the day of Yom Kippur itself, which means that if one violates when one violates the prohibition of afflicting yourself or not doing Malacha work, the Yom Kippur of Yom Kippur itself, and that is a punishable by Kodes, that means Kodes the Yoyma, the punishment for doing uh, or for not 
afflicting yourself is the benichnas on average level of kodesh. If you violate that, she'en yem kippurim achaper al zed. Yem kippur will not atone for that. So yom kippur will atone for everything besides one who violates yom kippur itself. But seemingly there's something very surprising over here. Since on all avedis of the Torah yom kippur atones. What does it mean all avedis? chamuris. If it would apply to even very serious uh, sins. So the question is, so why will it not atone for the Kodesh of the day? Why can't it also be Mechaper for the violation of Yom Kippur itself? So the Ragachover explains this concept. The sin is the matter of Yom Kippur itself. It is a sin on Yom Kippur. So in other words, that day of atonement that is supposed to be forgiving, you're sinning in that day. So that means that the day of Yom Kippur, so in other words, Yom Kippur day is in the, uh, the boundaries, it's causing you to sin. Because had the day not been Yom Kippur, then it would not be a sin. Why is it a sin? It's because it's Yom Kippur. So it means Yom Kippur is the cause and the boundary that causes you to sin. So if Yom Kippur itself is what causes you to sin, Yom Kippur itself cannot be an atonement for that. We can't have Yom Kippur which causes the sin. Love should also be the one that's atoning for it. Yom Kippur is causing you, it's making it into a sin, so we can't have that same Yom Kippurim also be the atoning for the sin. Because the criticizing cannot become the defense. So the Yom Kippur in this case will be the criticizer because you're violating that Yom Kippur, so he can't atone for you, as opposed for the other things. How do we explain this in the language of Hasidus? The explanation using the style, the way Hasid, the teaching of Hasidus. What happens on Yom Kippur? On Yom Kippur, by each, every one and one of the Yidin is revealed. His essential tie of the soul and godliness. That comes to Revelation. Yom Kippur, you can, it's revealed at that point, that connection of the soul with godliness. Relative to that level of revelation, the way we are connected to Hashem, at that level, there is no room for sin and hate uh, and oven, different kinds of sins. Cannot take doesn't take place in it because we're still connected. There's that sin that can sever a relationship is only on external levels, but when there is the, etern- the internal connection, these kashras of the etzim, the sin doesn't touch that. We still remain connected. So that's why all sins can be forgiven because the at that point, sins don't matter because we're still connected with Hashem on an inner level, which is revealed in Yom Kippur. But when it's talking about the kodesh for that day itself, the sin that you're doing touches and opposes to the revelation of that tie because you're not you're not honoring that Yom Kippur. You're not accepting the Yom Kippur. So we can't have... It's impossible for that connection to help to atone for the sin. So, and similar is also in our case, in the case of going out of Mitzrayim, if you oppose and you don't want to go out of Mitzrayim, the arousal and the revelation from above to take this 
Jewish people out of Mitzrayim, Hoyomitzat Gilui, Ha'is Kashus Lakodesh Baruch Hu was because of the revelation of that connection, that tie to Hakodesh Baruch Hu. Avinu Livnei Yisrael, He is a father to the Bnei Yisrael, to the children of Israel. Kinal said before, Umikivon. Since this is an essential connection, it's a tie of the essence that cannot be in it. There is impossible to be any change. That's why all Yidin were redeemed of Mitzrayim. Also the Rishoyim. Because they're still the children and therefore, there is that essence connection, and because of that essence connection, it doesn't matter that they are Rishoyim. However, those Rishoyim that refuse to leave Mitzrayim, they wanted to remain a servant to service. They wanted to stay in Mitzrayim. Which is the opposite that you are my slaves. They said, no, we want to be slaves. And it's obvious that this is against being my oldest son, my son, my oldest. They want to stay in Mitzrayim. And since this was the opposition, to the revelation of that tie wants to say you're connected, and you say, no, no, I'm not connected. You want to, you don't want to be connected to Hashem. So then it's not possible that that revelation should impact in them the idea of Gula Mitzrayim. And before, like we said in the words of Nigla, the prosecutor cannot become the defense. And that's why there's a special uh, problem with people who refuse the connection that they cannot merit to go out and that connection doesn't help them. Okay, so that explains both the difference between other Avedas and the refusal to go out of Mitzrayim. And it also explains that Although there is the connection of Bni, Bechayri uh, Yisrael, that is a Benonim, and that's a natural connection, but still, if one opposes that connection, then that connection doesn't help them. But the question becomes now the Rebbe is going to address but how come in the Geulah Sidam, which opposes this is Kashrus? And yet, this will not stay in the way that the Gula Sida, everybody's going to go out. Even those who oppose to going out, they too will go out. How come? But we just said that in Kategenasa The Rebbe will explain that there is a new Chidesh after Matan Torah. In Beyond of Bonim, there's also the idea of Chidesh, as we'll see inside. Let's learn inside, I say. I say. But it's still not understood. That desire not to leave Golus. Just as this was in opposition to the connection of HaKadosh Baruch Yisrael to the B'ni Yisrael which was what took him out of Mitzrayim, and it was against that. In the Geula that preceded Matan that also opposes that connections and unity that has been added when the Torah was given. That I am your That's been added which is brings to the future redemption. So that opposes that as well. In Cain, so based on this rule, 
that the prosecutor cannot become the defense. So how is going to be the redemption of those that don't want to go out from the Golos in the future redemption? So just like it uh, opposed the Iskashrus of B'ni B'chayri Yisrael and they couldn't go out of Mitzrayim, so why would this not also oppose that connection of an Hashem Alekecha so that they will not be able to go out in the Gula Asida? Why would there everybody's going to go out? So the Rebbe explains now that there is a whole new connection that took place at Matan Torah. is the idea that Hashem chose us, it was Bechira, and that the Yid became, through that Bechira became Avodim. And that level of connection, even opposing that, isn't going to accomplish anything, and they're still going to go out of the, the Gula Hasidim. So explaining this idea. So what was the novelty and what's the specialty of the connection of a Kodesh Baruch Hu B'nai Yisrael that has been, uh, came about, that was this Chadish, that novel came about the Matan Torah, we find two matters. Number one, Bishas Matan Torah, we know Bochar HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Yisrael. Hashem chose the Yidin. Uked Mucha Gamma Locha B'Poyel, as we see from an actual law, B'Shulchan Aruch Admer Hazokin, in the Shulchan Aruch of the Alta Rebbe, She'kishayoyma Rubono Vacharto, when he says, you have chosen us, Mikolam Veloshin, in the Davning, in the Birchus Kriyashma, so over there we say Yisker Matan Torah. He should remember Matan Torah. That means that a Matan Torah we were chosen as a Shem's people. And number two, <coughs> as the Rebbe will explain, what Bechira accomplishes a very deep connection. And number two, Beis Bnei Yisrael Nasu Mishu Bodim, that the Yidden became enslaved, Avodim LaHashem, as servants of Hashem, slaves of Hashem. Kameimer Azal. As the sages of blessed memory tell us that Oizen Sheshom al Har Sinai, that the ear that heard on Mount Sinai, Kili Bnei Yisrael Avodim Avodai Hemchulu, that the Bnei Yisrael are my slaves. Ukmeishenem Arbinya Matan Tere B'Parsha Seinu. So over there, the Parashi brings down that they said my slaves. So how could you go ahead and buy a slave of yourself? That's talking about the Eved Ivri, but says that they're slaves of Hashem. And also, in the Matan Torah, it says, in our parsha, it says, Again, the language is, When you take the people out of Egypt, you will avoid her, you will serve, you will become an Eved, as Halekim, on this mountain. These two matters, that one, that the Ebershah chose us, and therefore, we became Avodim. That's a connection. That because Hashem chose us, that's why we became Avodim. Kidlakamon. And on this level of Avodim, there can be no opposition, and the Eden still go out of Golos after that level of Bechira. Adrebe will first explain now in Vov what is the advantage of the level of Bechira. What is the novelty? What is the advantage of this tie, this connection that we're saying that Hashem chose the Bnei Yisrael? What is the advantage of that, the Bechira, on their tie that because they are sons to Hashem? We will understand this from the idea of when a person chooses something below. The Rebbe says now that when you choose something, there is a much stronger connection to it, even natu- than naturally. Royim Bechush, we see vividly the Kasher Adam Boicher Beizadover. When a person chooses something, Rotzin that desire, who betoykev Yosher, is with more force. Marotzin Hativish Yeshloi Leizadover. Then the natural desire, the want that he has for something. 
if it's something that you've chosen, you want it with more force than something which naturally you want. But what's the reason for it? Nature of the person, what is the uh, the meaning of that? What is its content? Is hagdorim shel That's your name. That means what means your nature? Nature means those boundaries of your existence. What your existence, your limitations and your boundaries. And because of your nature, whatever your nature, boundaries of your nature. That will also come the definition and the measurement in which your powers will be defined, will be limited. Your talents, your characteristic, your character, everything will depend on your nature, which is your boundaries. Those are your box. Those are the things that make up who you are naturally. When you want something based on your nature, so the desire of the uh, of the uh, something of nature, it will be measured. That measure will be measured based on your natural force and the natural characters that you have. But, But the true Bechira, when you choose, truly choice we're talking about, is Mitzadat Tzmusay. That is your essence. You don't choose something because of your nature, because of your boundaries, but you choose it in the essence. As it is, higher than those definitions, those boundaries of the nature of the person. Why are we saying now that Bechira, when you choose something, it's not your nature, but it's beyond the nature? Because the truth of the matter is when you choose something, you're not choosing it for any reason, so therefore it's connected to your essence. As Rebbe explains in the brackets, the true idea of choosing when there's no reasons and there's no causes for choosing. In other words, you're not choosing something for any reason. Then it's if you're doing it because of a reason, then you're not choosing it. When you choose something is just you choose it because that's what you want to do. Because that means that you don't have any tilting, any uh connection, uh, something to move you that will push you to choose this, what what you chose, then it's not choosing it. Then it's those things that force you to choose that, that it's not you're not really making a choice. Real choice you're choosing in it because you're free choice, that's the way you want to do. Nothing is pushing you, nothing is uh, tilting you in the Avo, but because but if you choose something because naturally you're inclined to do that, and you're uh, shaped the way your makeup, then you are, actually it's not a freedom of choice, then you have to make this choice because that's your nature, so that, that's not called real choice. Real choice means when it's not something in you that pushes you to do it that way, it's just you're choosing it just like that, that's your essence. As we can evidence, see this, this is proven just in this matter of choosing itself. A person is able to choose also an item. This will be contrary, opposite from what your nature would sort of obligate you to want. Something natural you think you would want, but you can choose something else. Meaning that choosing is not the nature, choosing is deeper, is your essence. And that's why, because it's from your essence, the rotsin that comes because of choice, 
That's with more force because it comes from his essence. And similar to this, it's so to speak above. The will and the love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the Bnei Yisrael. So when we talk mitzad the yosem bonim lamokim, that they are Hashem's children, that will and that love from Hashem with the Bnei Yisrael, Avinu Dahibshter is our father, who kein kaviyochul. It's sort of, so to speak, rotsiv avishalav libnoi. This is like the want and the love of a father to a child. Which is behindu his kashrus mitzad siyur ubchinas protis kaviyochol. That is a connection based upon the shape and the specific level, so to speak, of the Bnei Yisrael. But Mashiach came based Matan Torah, as opposed to when it came time Matan Torah. Shabbat Harakodesh Baruch Hu be Yisrael, that Hashem chose the Bnei comes from the essence of the one who chooses, which is beyond any shape. The love of Hashem, Tzadavinu, is already considered to be a shaped level of the love of Hashem. But the level of Bechira comes from a level which is beyond any shape. Which is beyond any shape. Behainu Sharotzin Vahaskashrusi. That means that the will and the connection is mechinas atzmusi, umusi is barich mamish is from the essence, and what Hashem is blessed is actually hamushlam mikol toyer, which is on not connected of any description. No description is able to describe. It's beyond anything. The iluizeh and this advantage that helped matan toyer that bechira. From Hashem, Paul Gambi's kashrus that also impacted that connection. That now the Bnei Yisrael Hakadosh Baruch Shalach Matan Toyda to the Yidden to Hakadosh Baruch Hat Matan Toyda. Shatiel loy rak mitzada teva vatzir shalem that it should not only be because of their nature and their shape ki mitzada tzmusam but because of their etzim. So that the Yidden not only are connected based on their nature, natural connection of father and a son, and their tzir, but also their essence. And this is what came about, the novelty in Matan Torah, so now they're also in the level of uh, servants. As explained in the Hemshech, the Maimer, the Hemshech of Tovre Samach Vov, Ba'hefreshem bein b'chinas ben b'chinas ovest, the difference between a son and this level of a slave, of a servant. Ba'vedis Hashem, in the servant of Hashem. Da'ha'ben, when a son, o'yfen ha'vedosay, hu'kamay teva ben afshay, the way he serves Hashem is like a nature in his soul. Just as it's in the nature of a son to be drawn after his father with a great love. And Abed Tamad al Rebbe writes, the Rebbe Rashab writes in the Hamshach Samachvov, likewise, is those souls which are called sons. This becomes like a nature. In their soul, the Moshe Chaylov Yisbarach to be drawn to him, blessed be Slavus Avarabul of the Vichulu, with a flame, great love, and to serve him. Vichulu. Avul Einza Avoida, but that's not called service, Mekoyach Atzmov Bechirosim, from their own power, their own choice. That's why, therefore, it's not called service at all. It's natural. That's the Avoida's bet. As opposed to the service of the Eved. That is not based on his nature. And the contrary. The service of the slave, the servant, is against his nature. 
but rather on his own and with his own power, he's kasher, he tied himself in Nosen as Atzmai Elov, and he placed himself to him, love these Barak to serve him. Until he subjugates himself in his entire essence of who he is. He is no essence, he's no existence for himself at all. He's totally subjugated. His whole entire Metzius is the Metzius of the Master himself. So the Rebbe is explaining over here what was Nishadish by Matan Torah was these two ideas of Hashem choosing us and that choosing us brought us to become Avodim and that really means that there was a deeper connection of the essence of the Ein Sof of Hashem with the essence of the Yid and uh, that Bechira uh, brings about the total beyond the nature the uh, negating the nature to give yourself over to become an Eved against the nature based on this the Rebbe is going to explain now why therefore Everybody's going to go out of the Golos, even those who oppose don't want to go out of Golos. Because against that new connection, there can be no opposition. Zayn, based on all the above, we'll understand, we explain the difference. The difference between the redemption from the exile of Egypt. Over there, in that redemption, those who did not want to go to Mitzrayim were not redeemed. Because they opposed the revelation of that connection to Avinu Shabashamayim, which didn't allow for that level, Yisrael, to being my son, which is the one that shall Paul that impact the exodus of Egypt. So if they oppose that, the Enka taken so therefore the prosecutor cannot become the defense. So therefore, if they oppose the exodus of Egypt, they cannot have and they oppose that connection to Hashem, therefore they can't go out. But it's different to Bain Hagula Sido. And between the future redemption, there in that Gula, each one and one of them will be redeemed. Even those who refuse to go out on Golos. Even though this also seems to be opposing the revelation the source of the future redemption is when Hashem says each one and here he doesn't want to go it seems like it opposes that too the answer is that since that connection of the Yisrael based on the fact that they are children to Hashem Bonim Himetzada that's nature. That's why it was possible for a Ben Yisrael the Mitzrayim to oppose to this natural connection with his free choice. Because that choice that he made came from the essence of the person which is higher than the definition of his nature, so he can go against what his nature is, that bonim atem l'ashem, bonim l'amokim, and he can say no, umehai time, and for that reason, that connection did not help to take him out of Mitzrayim as met before. But after Hashem chose a matan Torah, since that connection is because of the Hashem's Bechira, because of Hashem's essence. 
And Hashem's being actually, that is what shows Paul Agamkin B'nai Yisrael. That also impacted by the Yidin, Liyais, his Kashrusum, La Kodesh Baruchum, Tzadatzmusum. So they should tie to Hashem be from their essence. Ubemela, and therefore, Bechol Etzim Usum Etzim and their whole essence, and their whole Metzis. There's nothing higher than that to refuse. The etzem could refuse teva, but th- this is the highest level within the soul, the etzem itself. So therefore, once that is the connection, it's impossible for a year to oppose that connection. Since in his essence and his being, he chooses an alakus. And this, that externally, he says he doesn't want to have the golus. That is opposite than his true choice. Because the essence of his choice is connection to Hashem, because that was impacted by Hashem's Bechira to him. And therefore, the movement is understood. In the end of the Tizgala that his essence, Bechira, will be revealed. That he will choose Hashem to be his lot and his portion. Also openly. And at the end, each one of the Yidden, quoting the Rambam, they will do Tshuva at the end of Golus, and immediately they will be redeemed. So it turns out that after Matan Torah, when there was the connection of the Bechira, then the Yidin were connected in a way that they can no ever lose that connection even through their opposition. But the opposition is then not in their essence and therefore uh, eventually they will do Teshuva and everybody will go out of Golos. This is Mesichas Achron Shal Pesach Tov Shin Chofches and Chof Menachem Ov Tov Shin Lamed Beis.